Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. today, uh, Mr. Beaver had an appointment that was going to keep him um, away from the, the space this morning. A uh, little out of sorts because, you know, well, if you notice in the scrolling Chiron, I've got some lyrics from the late, great Gordon Lightfoot. <clears throat> and uh, let's just share a minute or two with Gord, shall we? Here we go. Just like an old-time movie About a ghost from a wishing well In a castle dark Or a fortress strong With chains upon my feet Oh, man, oh, man, that guy could write a song. So, um... 
let's uh, let's get to it, shall we? We got some news. Hang on, let me fix my camera here. I got I forgot to turn off the the tracking mode. Didn't necessarily want that. Uh, there we go. That's a little better. I look like hell because I barely slept. That's what happens sometimes. You see, I um, had uh, I went to bed at my regular hour, but um, tossed and turned. Woke up at two in the morning, uh, <laughs> yelling <laughs> from the bizarre, vivid dream that I was having, and I was trying to ring a bell, and I was yelling at somebody because I had to scare away a, a ghost. And, I'm not going to get into it. It's too bizarre. And it was one of those that took me a few minutes to realize, again, it didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, I look like hell. Um, that's okay. I'll get through the day. Hope you folks are well. Um, it's a cold, miserable, rainy, gray deer. and bleh, main, ooh, Let's try that again. Cold, miserable, rainy, gray day here in Canada's capital. And I will pull up the weather cam as soon as I can find it here, and show you what it looks like outside here in downtown Ottawa. And for some reason, that camera's gone a little bit sideways. Where's the uh, adjustment for it? I don't even know. Having one of those mornings, you know? It, it happens. Uh, let's close that thing, and uh, I will open this thing, if I can get it to, to, to work. There it is. And we'll just adjust that a little bit because the uh, image is, is a little bit too hot at the moment. And unless I can get the image adjusted, of course, there we go. That's better. There we go. Let me show you what that looks like. And here we are. Yeah, kind of yucky out there today. Not exactly inviting weather now, is it? Such is life. So, of course, in the news, uh, as I joke, is that uh, Gordon Lightfoot passed away. Um, that is terrible. And I'll leave those lyrics on the, on the bottom of the screen for a little bit because, you know, it's a rainy day. And uh, I think that the uh, rather poignant lyrics, because they, uh, they, they certainly do hit home. I've got a link in the uh, chat to uh, a special on the CBC, uh, on Gordon Lightfoot, if you want to check it. It's available on CBC Gem. It's titled, If You Could Read My Mind, and it's about his life, his music, his history, and what it was like to be a songwriter. Um, let, let's get to the news, shall we? Sorry, I got, I'm, I'm off this morning. Um, a couple of things to... to uh, before we get to it, I'm going to give you this little quote from uh, Bob Dylan. Hang on a second here. I need a sip of coffee. And the great Bob Dylan once said, I can't think of any Gordon Lightfoot song I don't like. Every time I hear a song of his, it's like I wish it would last forever. Lightfoot became a mentor for a long time. I think he probably still is to this day. Bob Dylan. Wow. All right, so in good news... Um, Good news. Let's let's get to some good news. So, uh, 155,000 federal workers have been on strike for almost two weeks after the union rejected the government's offer of a 9% wage bump. 120,000 people are back to work. 35,000 uh, Canada Revenue Agency workers remain on strike as negotiation between feds and their union continues. Why does it matter? Well, 
while a win for federal employees, a recent note by Scotia economist, uh, Scotiabank economist uh, Derek Holt points to international monetary fund findings that show how accelerated public sector wage settlements tend to influence private, sec- private sector wages too. They estimated particularly strong efforts in countries effects in countries like Canada, which faces a tight labor. Sorry about that. Tight labor market and a high rate of unionization, 30%, triple the rate of the U.S. Bottom line, the lagging effects of these multi-year agreements that have been signed to date may still be ahead, wrote Holt, with the Bank of Canada expecting inflation to cool by 3% by June, a 12.6% boost in um, in federal workers' spending power might make things stickier. But here's the thing. Didn't we say this at the beginning of this strike that um, union wages that are increased uh, tend to spill over? I'm not going to say trickle down because there's no trickling, but they tend to spill over into the private sector. Um, Unions gave us the weekend. They gave us, oh, I don't know, wage protection, the 40-hour work week. Sorry, I broke my glasses. (laughs) It's just a heck of a day here. So you, unions help us all because, believe it or not, um, and, and I know, look, that's, that's a complicated statement. I get it. It is a complicated statement. But the thing about unions is uh, they help to raise wages across the board. It, it may be a little bit slower than some of us would like, myself included, but they do help us all. In other news, um, I'm going to get to Skippy in a few minutes, but before we do that, I want to show you this little clip um, that I that I picked up online. Uh, Ryan Reynolds versus Snoop Dogg. One, two, three, into the four. Snoop Doggy Dogg is knocking at Ottawa's door. The rapper joined a bid led by entrepreneur Nico Sparks to buy the Ottawa Senators. Snoop reportedly has ideas on integrating himself with the brand, like joining the booth to commentate games for regional broadcasts. We would love to see that. And I'm wondering if, so if Ryan Reynolds, it looks like Ryan Reynolds' uh, consortium bid is is going to be the winner. And if that's the case, I wonder if he will bring in The Rock, as was rumored. And would he bring in Snoop Dogg to commentate on the games? I mean, it's tough to say. Snoop's a big hockey fan, BTW, in case you didn't know. I think it'd be interesting to have him. He's played Ottawa a number of times. I've seen him play here three or four times. Yep, Snoop Dogg. That's right. That's right. Snoop Dogg wants to uh, own a hockey team. Um, in other news, and let's get to this. Uh, I got I got this. There was a, a Twitter thread yesterday I read, and then I retweeted it and then I clipped it and put it together in a Word document so you wouldn't necessarily have to scroll through it. I will uh, share this document later. I'm just going to put it on the screen for a couple of seconds here. It's a lot to read. But there are whispers on Twitter that uh, Krilly Kalinin, expelled Russian diplomat, accused of being a Russian operative, is is Pierre Polliver's handler. Uh, Press Progress article from 2022 makes this a chilling prospect, if true. Excerpts in the thread. 2018, Kalinin, along with three other Russian diplomats, were expelled from Canada in 2022. Press expelled from Canada. In 2022, Press Progress reported that leaked emails show that Russian officials sought to help, sought help of Ontario PC insiders in an effort to flow Russian money into Ontario amid U.S. sanctions. Pardon me. 
According to the article, the back-channel communications involved Russian government officials, expelled diplomats, Russian corporate entities sanctioned by the United States, as well as Ontario PC insiders linked to wealthy Ontario developers. Guess the name of the developers. One of the insiders is Frank Cleese, who served as a top advisor and campaign surrogate during Ford's 2018 leadership bid. Ford has personally described Cleese as a legendary PC party stalwart and a good friend. Cleese has confirmed his role in this. Cleese recalled an email he received from a backroom conservative operative named David Wallace. We know David. We've met David. On the show, that is. Advising him that he was in a position to arrange an appointment for Doug with Mr. Putin. The emails show Cleese was actually forwarded a back-channel message in September 2018 from Krilly Mikhailov, the Russian Consul General of Toronto, seeking advice on how to set up a phone call with Premier Doug Ford. Cleese is currently set up as a corporate lobbyist representing clients such as entities owned by Vaughn developer Jim DeGasparis and... Geranium Corporation's Boaz Finer. The email received by Cleese followed three months of back-channel communications between Wallace and Kirilly Kalanen, an official at the Russian embassy in Ottawa who had been expelled from Canada a few months earlier. I'm back in Moscow. I was expelled by the Canadian government in April. Said I represented a threat to your country's national security, Kalanen wrote Wallace in 2018. It was done in solidarity with the UK on the so-called Scripple case. The Scripple case he is referring to is the poison of former Russian military officer and British double agent, Sergei Scripple, and his daughter. Despite this, Wallace was only too happy to keep open communication with Russians and paved a backdoor channel into Ford's office. Wallace replied to the request, I'd like to pass on your contact information to my dear friend, William Moore. Wallace replied, William is working with Mr. Frank Cleese, chief advisor to the premier and architect of his political career. There is more to that story, and David Wallace backs all of it up. And if you do a little bit of searching on Twitter, you can find that uh, thread where it effectively it, the accusation, the accus- accusatory tone is that um, Polliver's handler is Krilly Kalanin, which means... He could theoretically be a Russian asset, which might explain why he does not wish to be briefed on matters of secrecy because they would have to do a, a, like he already has secret clearance. Otherwise he wouldn't be able to work on the Hill period. Right. But if he needs to get into the top secret stuff, which it seems he doesn't have because he's not seen the briefings, it would lend credence to the fact that he may very well be in Russians pockets. There's rumors around his wife, too. Again, only rumors, and we like to report facts, not rumors. But this story seems to have some legs, so I thought we would address it. And there you have it. It's kind of strange what's going on. Um, I don't know what it's going to lead to, but there you are. So, yeah, um, there is a Press Progress article about it. it was uh, written in June of 2022. I don't have the asset available to me right now. Otherwise, I would put it in the chat. But it seems a little odd to me that um, this article, which points to the direction of, of Polliver or Poliev, whatever he's calling himself this week, that he may very well be an asset of the Russian Federation. If that is the case... That is really disturbing. And it, it explains a lot. It explains a heck of a lot. There's a good, great comment from me. Uh, if the, all this is true, this is extremely bad. This means he's being used as a chaos agent, not running for PM in reality. 
Who will the Conservatives' choice after Pierre accomplishes the goal? Well, we do need to remember that you cannot run for prime minister in this country. We we don't elect a prime minister. We elect a parliament. So his whole PM for Pierre, uh, Pierre for PM is bullshit. It's not possible under our system to run for prime minister. It's not. We don't elect a prime minister. We never have. And it's important that everybody knows that. We elect parliament. We have 338 mini-elections. The party with the most seats gets to form government at the behest and request of, uh, at the, at the, sorry, at the permission of the governor general because the leader of the party that has the most seats has to ask to, or is asked to form government. A little mixed up this morning. I apologize. Uh, and the prime minister is not necessarily the leader of the party. That's the traditional role, but they can refuse it or defer it to somebody else or could be pulled from confidence. So there's a lot of things to remember there, Uh, but it would appear that he is a chaos agent. And well, the the thing, the comment here you've got, Linda, it would explain how he's made so much money as only an MP all his adult life. Maybe. Um, I've still not been able to substantiate the supposed $9 million fortune that he's apparently amassed. I've I've not been able to prove that he has that kind of money. I've, I've done a lot of looking and I've found some dubious reports, but I've not been able to substantiate it. So if anybody can, please, I don't want to say that he's worth $9 million, that everybody says he is, or more in some cases, I'm, I'm told, because I've not been able to prove that. I can't prove that he's a Russian asset, and I don't like to, to, to spread rumors. It, well, that's not true. I do like to spread the one rumor that he's named after Pierre Trudeau. A rumor I started. Um, but I'm not big into spreading rumors. Uh, we don't we don't tell lies on this program. We're all about uh, facts. And uh, we want to get you the proper information. But this one has legs, like I said. And, and it leaves us with a very curious mindset. Is he a Russian asset? It's possible. Uh, we're going to need some some more reporting on this, so a little bit more digging. Now, David Wallace has some stuff in the Klondike papers, and he has basically said he is a Russian asset. And it seems that uh, every time David says something, people go, that's insane, and give it a little bit of time, and it usually gets proved to be very true. So I would take what David Wallace is saying to be legitimate. I, I don't see it as being a fallacy or fictitious in any way. Maybe there's slight hyperbole in there, but I don't think so because David has been proven time and time again to be uh, an individual whose knowledge of what goes on in, in the current uh, reform party. <sighs> Sorry, Conservative Party of Canada. It's the Reform Party. His knowledge is in-depth knowledge and background knowledge and backroom deal knowledge is in-depth. And that's that's a good that's a good point, Jillian. Frank Lee's involvement also explains how developers are connected to foreign interests. That could very well be the case, um, Re. Uh, Russia gives money in paper bags, so I doubt that part is tracked. My guess would be his fortunes related to real estate, like many conservatives. That could very well be the case. Um, it could very well be the case. 
And this comment, I like, uh, I agree with the tone of it. Doug Ford doesn't speak French, but David Wallace and others suggested the plan is to replace Paul Oliver with Ford. That could very well be the case. Um, I think because Doug Ford is a, a useful idiot. I'm not the first person to say this. It's not an accusatory thing. He's an idiot. It's clear. And he's a useful idiot by people who um, are able to pull his strings. Because if you look at the what he's doing to this province, his, his rapid privatization of healthcare, uh, private for-profit healthcare, along with uh, wanting to destroy Ontario Place, the Ontario Science Centre, pave over the green belt so developers can build much-needed houses. They're going to be McMansions. They won't be houses that anybody can afford, not to mention the fact that they're built way out in the middle of nowhere where anybody who could afford a house of that nature would probably need to take public transit to get to and from their place of work because affording a car while living in a million-dollar home eh. You see where I'm going with this. Anyway, I'm going to duck out in just a minute or two here um, because we've got, uh, we're debuting a show at 7.32 a.m. this morning. Uh, it was a show we uh, we broadcast live on Sunday afternoon with Nate Parker from The Breakdown, Alberta. And it's uh, the rebroadcast, for those of you who didn't see it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to debut at 7.32 a.m. So I can take this right up to 7.30 and duck out. And then you can stay tuned on the channel to watch that next program because it will be coming up right after this, like I said. Uh, but take a moment today. Um, if you were a fan of Gordon Lightfoot or not, I mean, you got to love his poetry. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put something on the screen here of a photo I took a few years ago that uh, I took it actually, um, this was in 2018, uh, May 1st, 2018. So I took this, um, what's that, five years ago? Five years ago yesterday, I took this photograph. And uh, I mean, you could probably have a Gordon Lightfoot song playing in your head just by looking at this. That's at uh, Confederation Park right next to the National Arts Center. I was walking to work at the Ottawa Senate, at the, uh, the uh, Canadian Senate, uh, the old former railway station here in downtown Ottawa. Um, yeah, so, yeah, rainy day people's playing in my head and if you could read my mind at the same time. So that's going to be it for today, folks. I'm going to duck out. So the next program will air in just a couple of minutes. Mr. Beaver will be back tomorrow. And we'll have a full show for you. Until then, my friends, please remember uh, to take care of yourselves. Be kind to one another. And my words of wisdom, well, I'm just going to have it a scrolling Chiron right now. Because those of us who battle depression uh, can de certainly identify with the lyrics from Rainy Day People by the late, great Gordon Lightfoot. Thanks to our sponsors, the Misfree Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, um, CanadianTarot.com, and the Peppermaster. You can always uh, scan the QR code right there up on my, uh, your left, my right. Uh, that will take you to our coffee page where you can donate if you wish. If you like what we're doing, you can send us a couple of bucks to keep doing this. And, and I intend to continue to improve upon the technology on this show so we can uh, bring you a better product. Until we meet again, my friends, you take care. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.
You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. The True North Eager Beaver Podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. is in the thread I think it's appropriate that we uh, we uh, we share this this is the um, the penisberg <laughs> let's just back that up shot off of dildo Newfoundland the moment an iceberg cracks up onlookers in Newfoundland all right see you tomorrow kids bye I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.